to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, it is Carla here. And before we dive into when I'm feeling angry, I want you to know that I am sitting very awkwardly on the floor in my closet trying to record this podcast. At the time of recording, where I live is in lockdown and schools are closed and there's virtual learning. So I have a husband working in the basement, a son working in the kitchen. So this is the only place I could go. So hopefully the audio is still clear. Um, And yeah, let's get into anger. Now, I have a lot of past experience with anger. (laughs) I was actually forced into anger management classes twice by my high school. I had explosive anger. I had anger where I would have like an out-of-body experience where I could see myself raging and yet not able to control myself. I've since learned that those rage attacks were actually part of my bipolar and borderline personality. So if you experience anger, like huge rage attacks, if you experience rage where you cannot control yourself in the moment, I want you to consider that there could be something else going on and go talk to your doctor or your therapist. So today when we're talking about anger, we're not talking about like that bipolar rage or anything like that. We're talking about the right anger that we all experience, that Jesus himself experienced. That's the anger I want to touch on today. Because here's the thing, when we get into a pattern of anger, when we allow anger to fester, It breeds resentment. It breeds unforgiveness. It hardens our heart. Um, It can even lead to guilt and shame in terms of how we respond in our anger. And it creates this huge weight on us, right? And and maybe that resonates with you. Maybe you're you get angry and then you feel this weight and this this seething inside and it festers. And it impacts your relationships and it, it impacts your health even, right? Let's get to the heart of that. And one thing I really want you guys to, to learn today is that anger is actually a secondary emotion. Now that may surprise some of you, but anger is actually a covering for primary emotions. And the primary emotions anger usually covers is fear and worry or sadness and hurt. And our anger response as a secondary emotion can come on so quickly and so subconsciously that we don't recognize that the driver behind that anger is actually fear or sadness. And we can get angry for a variety of reasons. Unjust treatment, 
or at least unjust in our eyes, uh, not getting what we want, hearing criticism, um, all of those things can drive anger. And, you know, being angry in and of itself is not a sin. Jesus got angry, but did not sin. Anger can be good sometimes. It can propel us to take a stand against unfairness or injustice, right? Like when we see injustice in the world, it propels us to try to make change, to go to our policymakers, to, to protest unfair treatment, to uh, donate and contribute to um, causes that seek to address unfairness, right? Anger can propel us to good works. However, having said that, for most of us, in most of our anger, is often triggered by something else and rather leading us to good works, it leads us to sin. It leads us to hurting others. It leads us to resentment. It leads us to unforgiveness, all those things that I mentioned. You know, in Proverbs 14, 29, it says, whosoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. He who is slow to anger. God, guys, in the Bible, it says that God is slow to anger and we are created in his image and we want to be more like him each day. That means being slow to anger, operating from a position of grace, operating from a position of compassion, operating from a position of humility. A hasty temper exalts folly, right? A hasty temper ruins relationships. I mean, a hasty temper hurts other people. I can remember times that I was quick to anger and hasty in my anger towards my son and just seeing his broken little heart by the way I would react. Oh, I wish I could take that back. I can't, I've learned, but our hasty temper can damage relationships. In Ecclesiastes 7, 9, it says, be not quick in your spirit to become angry, for anger lodges in the heart of fools. You know, in Proverbs, there's a lot of talk about anger and how it is the product of fools. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be foolish. I don't want to be foolish. And I don't want to be trapped in this anger because it stops us from living out our purpose. It stops us from being like Jesus, right? It makes us carry a weight that we weren't meant to carry. So what do we do? What do we do when we're caught in a cycle of anger? What do we do when we feel that anger boiling up inside of us? What do we do? Well, I think there's three things that we need to do. First, we need to restrain it. Then we need to reevaluate it. And then lastly, we need to release it. So restrain it. When you feel that anger rising up, you need to be disciplined to take control over your actions. Get angry like Jesus got angry, but do not sin. Restrain it. Stop your tongue. Your tongue is a dangerous weapon. Stop your tongue from speaking in anger. 
Do not allow yourself to react in anger. This takes discipline. This takes practice. But we need to restrain it. And then we need to reevaluate it, guys. You've got to play detective. Why am I actually angry? If angry is the secondary emotion, what is it covering? Am I fearing abandonment from my spouse? Am I feeling hurt um, and belittled and having a hard time dealing with that sadness? Am I worried that my plans are not going to work out the way I wanted them to now, right? Am I feeling a lack of sense of control, right? A lot of these things come back to control. When we get angry because things aren't going our way, we feel like we're lacking control. Now, that's not to say that your anger is not just, right? If someone hurts you, if you're betrayed, there can be justice in feeling anger but the underlying emotion when we're betrayed an underlying emotion when someone deceives us or lying to us is hurt is fear we need to reevaluate our anger be a detective and really address the primary driving emotion if you're worried if you're scared acknowledge that and bring it to jesus if you're sad or you're hurt, have compassion over yourself. Have conversations with the people based on that primary emotion. I'm feeling fearful because this makes me worried because I'm feeling sad because. Try to take it back to the primary emotion and deal with it there. And then we need to release it. And a big part of releasing it is operating in forgiveness. Is operating in forgiveness. When someone hurts us, we need to forgive. When someone makes us worried and triggers our anxiety, we need to forgive. We need to forgive. Unforgiveness is a bitter pill that will rot you from the inside out. We got to forgive. And you can ask God to help you release it. Ask God to help you release it. You don't have to feel guilty or shameful for getting angry. Like I said, anger in, in itself is not a sin. Anger in and of itself is not a sin. The problem is we don't address anger properly and it leads us to sin. It leads us to harsh words. It leads us to bitterness. It leads us to unforgiveness. It leads us to broken relationships. Where is your anger leading you? Is it leading you to the foot of Jesus? Is it leading you to cast your worries and your hurts on him? Is it leading you to forgive others the way Christ has forgiven you? Or is it leading you to sin? Are you acting righteously in your anger or unrighteously? And guys, when I had to ask myself these questions, it stung. It stung because the reality was I was letting my anger lead me to sin. And so I had to train myself to restrain it. I had to train myself to reevaluate it. I had to discipline myself to be humble, to release it into forgiveness.
your affirming truth today is I will be a detective of my anger and not let it drive my behavior, right? We're not going to let anger drive our behavior to sin. In Ephesians 4.26, it says, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. You have permission to be angry. It says be angry. But we can't miss the other part of that. And do not sin. Do not sin. Restrain your tongue and your actions when anger comes up. Look for the primary reason for your anger. Are you scared? Are you hurt? And release it in forgiveness. Guys, I know it's hard. But I believe that you can do it. Empowered by the Holy Spirit. I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Before you go, did you know that I offer one-on-one mentorship? If you are feeling stuck in the cycle of negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing the lies with the truth, if you need support in building mental resiliency and really growing in confidence in God and your gifting, I want you to send me an email and see if a one-on-one mentorship session is right for you. Be blessed. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.